Hi, and welcome to the Organize for Success podcast, the show where we provide home organizing and productivity tips so that you can get your home and life organized and stay organized. I'm your host, Kathy McEwen. Hi, and welcome to the Organize for Success podcast. I'm your host, Kathy McEwen, and I'm super excited that you are here today. So today I'm going to be going over several tips on how to manage getting your home organized when you have ADD or ADHD. I'll probably reference ADHD a lot in here, but it could be for either or. And you do not necessarily have to have ADHD for these tips to work. They could work for anyone. But if you do have ADHD and struggle to declutter and get your home organized, you will definitely want to check these tips out. Personally, I think I have a touch of ADD, but not to the extent that some people do. So I reached out to several women who have ADHD and they provided me with tips that help them to stay on track with keeping their homes organized. These tips will work for men who have ADHD as well. It just so happens that all of, all of them were women who provided me with these tips. So I'm hoping these tips will help you as well. And I also included tips that I have suggested while working with my clients who have had ADHD, which worked for them. So once again, hopefully these tips will work for you as well. By the way, there are 27 tips that I'm going to be sharing with you, but don't worry about doing all of them. Uh, Don't get overwhelmed with all 27. I don't want you to feel overwhelmed because there's a large number of tips. They're pretty short tips, though. And, you know, instead, maybe pick a few that you think might work for you and then, you know, see how they work out. You don't necessarily have to do them all, but they're all really pretty good tips, actually. So you're definitely going to want to check them out. All right. So let's jump right in. Number one is minimalism. And, you know, less physical stuff equals less to tidy, which equals more time for you. Right. And, I, you know, I've talked about this before. And I don't think you necessarily have to be a minimalism, a strict minimalism with very few, you know, items that you own. It's not like that. But this was actually a common tip with the women that I reached out to. And I couldn't agree more. If you don't need it, let it go. The less you have, the less there will be for you to organize. And also it's easier to clean as well if you don't have as much stuff. So I couldn't agree more with this one. And basically it's staying, you know, the less you have, the better. Okay, number two is the one touch rule. So that's if something is in your hand, put it where it belongs right away and try not to get distracted when you're putting it away. So try not to get distracted. So basically, you know, as soon as you pick something up, put it away instead of, you know, stacking it into a pile or something. So don't put it down, put it away. Number three is organize things by use, not by item. Like a bin for each person with their things they use when they go outside. So, you know, maybe have a little bin for um, the family members in your home. And instead of having like all hats in one basket and everybody goes through the same basket to try to find their hat, what you can do is have a basket for each person with their belongings in it. So it's easy for them to grab what they need when they're on their way out the door. Or another example could be that you have all your baking supplies, including bowls. So instead of putting these bowls with the rest of your bowls, if you use them mainly for baking, I would suggest that you put them with your baking uh, supplies 
and have everything in one area. So it's easy when you need to bake, it's all together. So that's just another one that's, you know, sometimes it's better to organize things by use rather than by item. Number four is drawer organizers. You know, keeping items contained in drawer organizers will help prevent the items from getting messy in your drawers and getting mixed up with items that are not the same. You know what it's, you want to try to keep your like items together. So it will be much easier to find what you're looking for as well if they're in drawer organizers. Number five is keeping small containers or baskets outside of rooms in your home so when something doesn't belong in that room, you put it in the box. So I'll just say that again. So if you have like, sometimes you can put like little containers or a little basket or something outside of your living room, for example, or outside of your kitchen or on your kitchen counter, if it's not too big, doesn't take up too much space um, or your bedrooms. Basically what you want to do is when you have things in that room that don't belong, you can just kind of put it in the basket and then um, every few days you want to empty that box or basket by putting the items in their proper rooms and you want to put them in the proper homes is what I usually say. So um, yeah, something small. I'm not saying like, you know, have this big, huge container out there, but even if you have something small and you, maybe it's a book that belongs in a different room, for example, throw it in the basket. And then every few days, make sure you actually empty that basket and put it in the right room. Um and if you're really keen, I would say do it every day before you go to bed, you know, have that tidy up time. I think that's another tip coming up, but it's whatever works best for you. Uh, number six is if you're an out of sight, out of mind kind of person, then keep your out items out so you can see them, right? I, I don't mind that at all. Like there's some people that are, you know, they need to have their things out or they're not going to remember they have them. And if that's the case, you need to have them out so that you can see them, but you have to keep them organized. So, you know, limit what you do have out so that it's organized. And then what you can also do is keep them in baskets or clear containers and label those baskets and containers so you know what's in them. Uh, clean, clear containers work really well because you can see what's in them. I would still label them but sometimes having clear containers works really well because you can see what's in them. Number seven is label as much as you can. So it will be easier to know what you have. So this is kind of, um, num you know, it's kind of related to number six, what I just talked about, but um, definitely don't forget to label. And number eight is check out the YouTube channel. It's called how to ADHD. And it's with Jessica McCabe, or McCabe, I think it's pronounced McCabe. And um, she provides lots of great information on that YouTube channel. So it's called, once again, How to ADHD with Jessica McCabe. And she, as I said, there's lots of info. She has ADHD, so she's been there. She talks about how she deals with it and what solutions she has. So you may want to check that YouTube channel out. Number nine is use a whiteboard and colored markers for chores, you know, maybe lists that you have to, you've created to do's, etc. And having different colors for different tasks often help those with ADHD. They really like color coding. So, you know, maybe having that whiteboard for things that you can see on a daily basis um, can be on there. 
And speaking of to-dos, try not to have your to-do list too long because then it's very overwhelming, but instead just focus on a few things that you need to do um, and have that on that whiteboard instead of having, you know, a massive list. Okay, so number 10 is use clear over-the-door shoe organizers for cleaning supplies, snacks. You can have toys, small toys in there. You can have your jewelry in there, uh, depending if it's what kind of jewelry you have, but if it's bulky jewelry, would work. Um, but I I use mine for my cleaning supplies, and uh, it's clear because it's easier for me to see what's in it. So you can get some that are not clear. Like I have some blue ones that they're solid blue uh, over the over the door shoe organizers, but then you don't always see what's in them unless they're tall enough to, you know, stand out of the bag, the, you know, the pocket part. So they work really well though. So you can see what's in them. So I find those are very handy. And like I said, you can use them for cleaning supplies. You can have them, you know, maybe if you have a pantry, it could be over your door in your pantry and you can have some snacks in there, um, toys in bedrooms. You can have Barbies, anything like that could be in those and they're easy to see. So it works well. All right. So before I go on to number 11, I just want to quickly mention that if you struggle with getting your home organized, we have a program that can help you get the results you want. It's called Calm the Clutter. I'm not going to go into detail about it right now, but I do have that program works really well um, because we help you every step of the way in every room of your home. And you also have an opportunity to hop on a weekly live call with me where you can get the support you need. So that's Calm the Clutter. Or you can join our free Facebook group if you haven't already. It's called Organize for Success. Definitely look it up. Request to join. I'd love to see you in there. Lots of tips. I'm in there pretty well daily. Uh, some weeks are a little, I'm a little busier, but most days I'm in there. So uh, lots of tips in there. That's called Organize for Success. It's the Facebook group. Or you can even join uh, and register for my free masterclass, which is called Three Important Steps to Decluttering and Organizing Your Home. And it's a free masterclass. So feel free to check these resources and see if anything is a good fit for you because I am here to help you any way I can. So there's some ideas for you. All right. So let's go back now to our list of um, tips that might help you if you have ADHD. And number 11 is use object orientation to remind yourself when you need to replace an item. So for example, maybe you can turn your shampoo bottle upside down to remind you that you need to buy a new bottle because it's almost empty. So, you know, there's sometimes little cues that are visual that you can use to help you um, remember your tasks. So that's, once again, it's called object orientation, and it's just to remind you to replace something or, or whatever your case may be, but it's visual. All right, number 12 is pick out your clothes the night before that you'll be wearing the following day. That way, they will be all ready for you when you get up. It's gonna save you time because it's already done. Um, and you know, you're not going to be rooting through your closet in the morning, have it ready the night before. This is something I do almost every night. Um, and you know what I used to do it when I used to go to work 
in a in a corporate environment or government environment, but I even do it when I'm not working. I still pick my clothes out the night before. So it's just something that you may want to try because to me, I just find it so much easier the next day. All right. Number 13 is keep everything you need before you leave the house in one spot. So make it easy for yourself and that you won't forget anything if they're all together in one spot. So when you're leaving your house, maybe have, I don't know, a basket or container or something that has your car keys, your purse or your wallet, your sunglasses, etc. is all really close by in one area, right? So try to have something close by that is easy for you to grab before you leave the home, have everything you need right there. Um, number 14 is using pictures can be helpful when trying to remember how things are organized. So, you know, maybe you could take a picture of your pantry once you have it all organized and it looks really nice and it's the way you want it. It's functional. It works for you. Take pictures so that when it does start to get messy, you can easily put it back to the way it was. Um, or even, you know, if you're setting up your patio furniture for the summer and, uh, you know, you haven't haven't used them all winter, you want to remember how you had them out, you can always take pictures of that as well. So that when you do go to put it out, that it's easy because you've got pictures. So once you have an area organized the way you like it, Take a picture of it so that it will be easier for you to organize it in the future if that area gets messy or if you haven't put it out for a long time and you may forget. Take pictures. Number 15, give yourself extra time when doing a task just in case you get distracted. So yeah, we do get distracted, right? When we have ADD or ADHD, um, it's easily, you can easily be distracted. So give yourself extra time when doing a task. Number 16 is use sticky notes for reminders. And sticky notes are my best friend. I couldn't live without them. I actually have some taped right now to my computer monitor. I can see them. They're there. They're visual for me to be able to remember I need to do something. And um, so sticky notes everybody probably uses sticky notes, right? I bet you, you do. I bet you use them. All right. Number 17 is carry a notebook or use um, maybe your phone's notebook to drop jot down ideas or reminders for later. So if you have something that you can jot things down, you won't forget them. It's easier for you to look back and reference it. So have something handy I know a lot of people just use their phones to jot down notes, or you can carry a notebook if you're more paper-based. That's number 17. Number 18 is go digital as much as possible, which will help prevent paper piles. So, I mean, if you're a paper-based person, I understand I am too, but I am starting to go more digital just because, you know, the less paper we have, the easier it is to manage. So if you can, and that works for you, I would suggest going digital. Number 19 is establish a system or structure that works for you. And, you know, some people will use charts or the color coding 
or just having your items in a place that is easy for you to use is a system that will work for you, right? So you have to create a system um, or a structure that works for you. And once again, if you struggle with that, you can certainly consider maybe checking out our Calm the Clutter program where you would get access to me live where you can actually ask me these questions. It's just a thought. <laughs> Anyways, um, number 20, incorporate routines in your day to make it easier to remember your tasks on hand. Once again, incorporate routines into your day to make it easier to remember tasks at hand. So maybe you can schedule a time of day to put things away. And every day at that time, you know, you know what? It's part of my routine. I'm going to put everything away. It's the end of the day before you go to bed. Maybe um, I'm going to just tidy up the house and kind of put things away. Now, if you have a lot of clutter, you're not going to be able to do that in one day or in one hour one or even 20 minutes that you may put put aside to do that but once you do have your home organized then it'll be so much easier to just do a quick tidy up but if you have a lot of clutter then just still schedule time in your day to do something for that 20 minutes whether you know it's not maybe put everything away in the whole house but maybe focus on one small area of your home and establish a routine where you're actually going to get some results by putting things away into their proper homes or decluttering, letting go, which you don't need. Number 21 is use alarms to capture, capture your attention. So set a schedule, like set up a schedule and set alarms for when things are due or ready to begin. So if you need to start something and you may forget, just put an alarm on to go off to remind you that you need to do this task. Um, or if something is due and you need to have it ready by a certain time or you have an appointment or anything like that, just use a, maybe an alarm to capture your attention. Uh, yeah, number 22, this one's a tough one, but for some people, but use a timer to minimize spending too much time on one thing and for decision-making. So, I don't know about you, but I find time flies by. And before you know it, you spent way too long on a task. Use a timer to help keep you on task. So maybe you're going to say, you know what, I'm going to spend 30 minutes and I'm going to work on answering my emails or something. Then once that timer goes off, you're on to another task because we could get, you know, stuck in certain tasks and then the other tasks don't get, don't get uh, finished. So Focus on what's really important, uh, work on that task, but maybe set a timer so that you're not spending too much time on it, especially if you're on social media, then you know, oh, you don't want to take a break, for example, we'll set a timer so that you're not on there all day. And that leads me to number 23, which is turn off notifications to prevent the constant sounds of emails and social me media messages that are coming in. You know, they could be binging and binging and binging. And before you know it, you're constantly looking at what's coming through. So turn those notifications off. This is so important. If you have a hard time staying focused on a task, then having emails and social media reminders popping up is not going to help. It will only make it worse, right? So turn them off when you're working on a task, um, especially when you're trying to organize your home, right? <laughs> Because 
anybody says organizing their home is not maybe fun, so they'd rather be on social media, but you won't get the results you want. All right. Number 24 is make sure your workspace is in an area with little distraction. So if you're working on something, you want to have as little distraction as possible. And I once worked in an office with someone that had her desk near the printer. And the problem with that is that when people would go to pick up their printing, they would chat. And that was a distraction for my colleague because she was right beside the printer. And even probably having the printer go off constantly, because I think there was a lot of printing in that office that I worked in, then it would be a distraction for her too. So just this, maybe the sound of the printer going off. Um, But I think it was mostly when people would be talking and it, you know, then it would distract her. She'd be looking over at the people or whatever. So what she did is she put up a large partition beside her desk, which helped her from being distracted so people couldn't see her she couldn't see them and you know that helped her to stay focused on her tasks at hand so make sure your workspace is in an area that's little distraction so if you're you know organizing your home and you want to go through maybe your paperwork for example you want to make sure that you're in an area where you're not going to get constantly bombarded with stuff Break larger tasks, this is number 25, break larger tasks or project into smaller, more manageable tasks. I'm sure you've heard me say this before, but, you know, focusing on the smaller task will not be as overwhelming as worrying about a large project. So, uh, like I said, if you're organizing your bedroom and it's a mess, then don't worry about the whole bedroom. Just focus on a smaller task, say, for example, you know, one drawer or the top of your dresser, something simpler than focusing on the whole room. So break your larger tasks or project into smaller, more manageable tasks. Number six is take breaks to help clear your head, but try not to be distracted while taking a break and remember to come back to the tasks at hand. So take your break, do your thing, relax, whatever you want to do, But don't forget that um, you have to come back to your task at hand. So that's when a timer might help. Um, And uh, that way you can still get lots done. Um, I don't have this listed as a tip, but I want to add it. And that is, you know, be kind to yourself. You're not defined by your house and what your house looks like. You're defined by you. So just make sure that you give yourself some time and be kind to yourself. Whatever results you get is better than nothing. So don't be too hard on yourself. All right. So number 27 is get extra help, right? So ask for help if you need that extra help and, um, One way you could do that is you could register for a course or a program that will help you every step of the way with your home organizing and paper organizing journey. Our Calm the Clutter program may be just the program you need. I mentioned it earlier. It's jam-packed with content to help you every step of the way with getting your home organized and includes weekly live calls with me so that you can get the extra support you need. That's just one way that you can do that. But Anyways, I just want to say that I hope these tips have been helpful. And as mentioned earlier, you don't have to do them all because you may feel overwhelmed by all of it, but focus on a few that you may find helpful and get them started. And then you can always go to another one on the list, right? 
I wish you best of luck with your home organizing journey. And if you are interested in learning more about our home organizing courses or program, uh, feel free to hop on our a free discovery call with me. So it's 20 minutes. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything, no cost to you, but we can just chat uh, about your your home organizing goals and um, etc. So there's a few ways you can reach out to me. One is I'll put a link to my calendar in the show notes and you can pick a time that works for you. Two, you can shoot me a message on Instagram at Kathy Organizes. That's K-T-H-Y-O-R-G-A-N-I-Z-E-S, Kathy Organizes. Or if you're on in our free Facebook group, Organize for a Success, then send me a private uh, message. Um, that's one way you can reach me as well. Or you can go to my website, to, which is kathymcuan.com, Kathy, K-T-H-Y, McEwen, M-C-E-W-A-N.com, slash contact. And send me a message there. Lots of options. Pick one and let's chat about your home organizing goals and how I can help you reach those goals. And once again, the website is Kathy McEwen. So Kathy K-T-H-Y McEwen is M-C-E-W-A-N.com slash contact. You can reach me that way as well. Have a great week and I can't wait to see you next time. Mm-hmm.